You're listening to episode 61 of the Journey to Launch podcast. The big announcement, I quit my job. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, journeyers. Welcome back to another episode of the Journey to Launch podcast. This is episode 61. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. If you are new to this podcast, new to me, thank you so much for giving it a shot and tuning in. If you're actually looking for a more in-depth personal finance, financial independence topic that I'm going to discuss or you want to hear me discuss, you probably want to go check out some other episodes. But if you want to actually see in real time, hear in real time, how the journey to financial independence affects someone like myself, how starting on this path has led me down an amazing, amazing journey, then you should stick around and hear the rest. Before we get started, just want to say if you are enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to share this out with your family and friends. Also, if you're listening to this in Apple Podcast, that's that purple app on your phone. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And just tag me on social media if you happen to be listening to this and then browsing. Share it with your family and friends. Tag me in it. I'm Journey to Launch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So I just wanted to hop right into the topic of this episode. The topic is that I quit my job, journeyers. Yeah, I quit my job. (laughs) And it's a really special episode for me today because I'm going to be sharing with you everything, really the behind the scenes on why I decided to quit, how I quit, and the things that I did to lead up to be able to quit my job. When I first started Journey to Launch, it was primarily to chronicle my journey to launch into financial independence. I had no way of knowing then that today, This very same outlet that helps me share my journey and connect with so many of you would be my biggest detour on my financial independence journey. Being able to do something I love and potentially make a living from has allowed me to reach my dream of freedom way earlier than I could have ever expected or imagined. And then while striving to reach the ultimate goal of financial independence, I've found a way to achieve freedom today that I would have not otherwise known. So as I mentioned before on the podcast today, I'm going to be talking about how I came to the decision to quit my six-figure job, why I decided now was the best time to walk away, how this changes my financial independence journey, the financial, mental, and emotional things I did to prepare for this life change, and then future plans for me and journey to launch. So first, how did I come to this decision? So being able to save and invest aggressively over the past couple of years, start a business, and optimize my finances has set me up to be able to take such a leap into full-time entrepreneurship. Another amazing byproduct and probably the most exciting other than doing the work that I love and getting paid for it is that now I have more time and flexibility to spend with my family. 
So no longer will I have the long three to four hour commute and no longer will I have to ask permission on when I can take time off of work to attend a school event for my child or go to the doctor's appointment. Or how about I just don't even want to have a reason. I just want to take off because I want to take off. There's no reason required that I have to give to anyone now that I am becoming my own boss. I also no longer have to split my mental attention and time between a demanding day job and what was my second full-time job journey to launch. So after a long day of work, that included a grueling commute. Many of you know that I have a three to four hour commute each day driving when I'm working. And so I'd come home to my husband and kids utterly drained and exhausted And after spending a couple hours of quality time with the kids before putting them to bed, I'd go straight into working on Journey to Launch. And this had me going to bed between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. each morning. And then I'd only do that to wake up again a couple hours later to start the cycle all over again. And this past year, it was really difficult keeping up that schedule while pregnant and raising a four-year-old and two-year-old. I really was drained and exhausted at the end of the day and in the morning as soon as I woke up. So I literally had no time for my personal needs. And quite honestly, I did put my health on the back burner, which wasn't good. And my poor husband also had to take a back seat while I was in constant hustle mode. And so while I became pregnant, I knew it became very clear to me that this lifestyle and this life grind was not sustainable. There would be no way that I could do everything. Work full time, commute with the long commute, run my own business, raise three kids, have a successful marriage, plus everything else that comes along with life. I felt like that Janet Jackson meme, you know, that meme that was floating around where she was saying it's a picture of her crying and it's saying, I'm just trying to like work out, eat right, wake up on time and do something. And she looked exhausted. So I felt like that Janet Jackson meme. I'm going to try actually, I'm going to try and actually find that and put that in the episode show notes. Cause I think it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so when I looked at all the things on my plate, it became pretty obvious to me that there are some things that would have to go or else this well-oiled, fast-moving train of my life would ultimately break down. And then looking at the long list of things that I had to do, I had to make a choice. What could I keep doing and what could I give up? And so much like my finances, when I'm like looking to make room for reaching a goal, I look at what's mandatory, so the things that I have to do, and then what are the things that I have a choice in doing? What are not necessary for my survival and quality of life? And as a side note, I just want to say that barring special circumstances, I believe we have a choice in everything we do. So I chose to work where I worked and have that long commute. I chose to have three kids and I chose to start and run a business. These were my choices that I made. But when I looked at my overall responsibility and what I need to remove from my life in order for everything else not to fail, I had to be real with what it is that I really was not happy with, what I could let go. So since giving back my children (laughs) are not an option, and that's obviously a joke, but I love my kids, I love my husband, so I'm not giving them up. And I love growing and running my business, Journey to Launch. So having this outlet that, simultaneously fulfills my own purpose and then also allows me to help others makes me feel like I've won the life and career lottery. There's no way I'm giving up Journey to Launch right now or much less slowing down what I'm doing with it. 
So the last thing was my corporate job. What about my life was I not necessarily in line with? It was my corporate job. And so when I started to think about, wow, is this something that I can let go? Because I do need the income from my corporate job to sustain the current lifestyle that we have. So my income is a big part of paying the bills here. And so we do, for the most part, we need some income. My husband's income doesn't cover everything. But my identity, my worth, and my values were not tied to my corporate job. So I knew if something had to go, it would have to be this. It would have to be my corporate job. But coming to this realization and being able to act on it responsibly are two completely different things. Because I have a family that depends on me. And so I have three kids. I have a mortgage. You know, I employ my aunt who helps who helps watch my kids. I, in general, just feel like there's just a lot riding on me being able to provide for my family also. And I want to provide for my family. My husband's doing an amazing job at it. But just truth be told, we need my income. So I had to start thinking how I could strategically think through this. Like, how would I be successfully able to pull this off? to pull this trigger of leaving my job and then still keeping the family afloat and we still being okay in this whole situation. So I also had to get really comfortable with the idea of changing course. Because when I first started Journey to Launch, I said that I would reach financial independence by the age of 40, which meant I wanted to pay off our primary mortgage and then have enough money in our retirement accounts to grow on autopilot until we were ready to withdraw it. And then in that model, my husband, he was going to continue working because he wanted to work. So essentially, we would have been living off of my husband's income, but our expenses would have been drastically reduced because our my commuting expenses from work would have been eliminated once I stopped working. Plus, we wouldn't have a mortgage because the plan was to aggressively pay off the mortgage. So with this new idea of actually quitting my job, this six-figure cushy job that I've known for really you know, a lot of my adult life, all of my adult life, my financial independence journey would look completely different. So there's no guarantee that I'll make any money or money enough to fuel our FI goals through Journey to Launch, right? This is a business that I just started. I'm still working out to this becoming cash flow positive. And so in reality, again, my husband does a great job of supplementing his income as a high school teacher he, through coaching and working morning and summer schools, but just simply put, his income doesn't cover everything. So I quickly realized that if I wanted to make quitting my corporate job a reality, I would have to create a large enough FU fund. So FU fund is that FU sound. It sounds like what it is. F-U-C-K fund, which is really just a empowerment term to say, hey, I can do whatever I want, or at least I have a bigger runway to do what I want in anything I choose to do. And so I knew that if that was going to be the case. If I was going to take some time to really go after Journey to Launch full time, I'd need a big enough FU fund where it could cover the gap in income that my husband, his income wouldn't cover for our expenses. So, and I, we both need to feel very comfortable with me taking such a big leap. So before we get into, before I get into what I did to get like an FU fund in place and the other things I did to prepare for such a leap, let me tell you why I decided that now was the best time for me to do this. 
So why now, Jamila? You know, I had people saying to me as I was thinking this through, you know, why not just keep working? You know, keep working. You only, if you kept working at this job, you can literally reach all your financial goals in the time that you set or even sooner than that. So why quit now? Why give that up? So I'd be lying if I said that I didn't have this as a goal, like not going back to work after my maternity leave was up. So if you're new to the podcast, I just had a baby in May. It's my third baby had in May. And when I thought of having to go back to work with another kid, so three all together with my demanding commute and work schedule, it was unbearable. So as soon as I found out that I was pregnant, I started to think what my life would look like after this baby was born. And so I viewed working hard throughout my pregnancy, growing this tiny human and growing my business on the side would be a symbolic and a real test to if I could really do this full time, my business full time. Could I see enough traction and promise in this business that I would be able to take that leap? And then being pregnant gave me a really good deadline by which I needed to make this decision because I said to myself either after my maternity leave is up I'm going back to work or I'm going to make the decision not to go back to work so I gotta say if I wasn't pregnant I don't know that I would have made this decision but being pregnant really put me on notice gave me this deadline because I was giving birth this baby was coming out God willing and God willing she did come out um, healthy and, and happy and beautiful and so I knew that if all went well, I would need to have a plan by the time she came. And I can just honestly say, I just didn't know that I'd have that nerve if I didn't have the baby, if I didn't have this impending like due date coming. So it was almost like the pregnancy and birth put me on a deadline of needing to sink, go back to work or swim, build up my business and then build up the confidence and everything else that I needed to be able to leave. So I was literally swimming for my life when I was working on Journey to Launch being pregnant. I was pushing it forward. I was really, really grinding because the alternative of having to go back to work was something I could not handle. And of course, sure, if I had to, I would have. There are tons, and you're listening, you're probably listening now, like you do, you go to work, you do what you need to do to pay the bills, to, do, to see your family through. And so if I had to go back to work, I would have, and I would have made it work. But I gave myself no other option, really. And so I was really, really going hard at Journey to Launch. When people used to say to me, how do you do everything? How are you hustling so hard? You're pregnant. You have kids. You have this long commute. How are you able to do all the things you're doing with Journey to Launch? And I was like, in my head, I'm like, you literally do not understand. I have no choice. I have to make this work. And so I really felt like I had a, like a gun to my head. And I don't mean to be so graphic, but it's the way I felt that I needed to do something. I needed to make this work or it would go off and I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be happy um, returning to that lifestyle again. With the pregnancy and my daughter, Blake, being born, whose middle name is Journey, by the way, it was really significant for me because it also signified the birth of my business and a freedom into my new life that I was preparing for. And so I knew that I wanted to tell my job at some point in the fall that I wasn't coming back. I was scheduled to go back to work around November and that's when I told them I'd be back. And I wanted to give them enough notice that I wasn't coming back for them to make the necessary hires and replacements they needed. Because I also wanted to be respectful. I've been working at my company for years. It's the first place I ever interned for in college. 
They're the ones that gave me my job right out of college. They paid for 85% of my master's degree. So yes, I have a master's degree in real estate. They paid for that, 85% of it mostly. Uh, It's the only company I've ever worked for. So including my internship year, so I interned three years in college and then my full working years, I worked at this company for 16 years. So I have a great amount of respect for them and the people that I've worked with. They gave me the money I needed to buy my first condo in Dumbo, which was the best investment decision I've ever made. They funded my lifestyle. They helped me on my path to FI. So I'm thankful for all the opportunities I've had there. And I've met and worked with some great people. So for me, I really was very aware and wanted to be just give them a a heads up. So I knew that I wanted to tell them before my return date. I didn't want to wait until the last moment. So I thought maybe in September I would let them know. And But as summer was coming to an end, there were a lot more promising opportunities happening with Journey to Launch. And I said to myself, you know what, maybe I want to just start the fall. So just fresh. I want to come out of hiding of somewhat and just come out and be more upfront with Journey to Launch. So I said, hmm, because I'm, I'm not an anonymous. Like you guys know my name. And, you know, I, I was very conscious, though, about what I still said and did. So it was this weird conflict of wanting to grow my platform, Journey to Launch, but then not, not wanting it to grow too much to where my job or my coworkers would find out about it. And it wasn't because I was doing anything wrong. It was just that I felt like Journey to Launch was so completely opposite of what I was supposed to be doing at my job because everyone that I seemed to work with was really okay. They wanted to work there until they retired or they were really okay with having a corporate job. And here I am on the side talking about leaving the workforce early and financial independence. So it just didn't, it just seemed so different. And I also had this weird thing. I talked about this before in the podcast about talking about this with people that really know me in real life. And I don't know why I assume that people are going to be judgy or critical of what I'm doing. It's weird because I can talk to you, like you who I probably never have met. Maybe I'll never meet you, but I feel really okay talking to you on this mic versus maybe if I know that a coworker or someone I know in real life is listening. It's weird, but that's just how that's the space I was in. And I, you know, I just wanted to be more open about my journey and I find myself holding back a lot. And so I really didn't feel like I could be as transparent as I wanted to. So that's another reason why I wanted to basically tell my company sooner rather than later that I wasn't coming back because I just wanted to do it. It all came to a head when I was invited to a coworkers going away party a couple weeks ago. So this is someone I respect immensely. She's been a mentor to me and I wanted to go and celebrate her And I also wanted to be honest with her and everyone else that was going to be at this party because I knew their first question would be, Jamila, when are you coming back? And I wanted to be able to tell them straight up that I wasn't. I didn't want to beat around the bush. I didn't want to be awkward about it. I didn't want to lie and say, oh, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, September, October, whatever date. But I just didn't want to lie. I didn't want to make anything up. So this made me realize that I had a lot of fear in, in, you know, coming out and saying something and a good friend of mine. So a good friend of mine finally gave me that push because I called her the day of the event and I asked, should I just not go to this event just to avoid any questions or should I go or go and like lie or, or just not tell the full truth or should I just wait and tell everyone in a couple of weeks? And she was just like, what are you afraid of? 
Like whether you do it today or next week, what's the difference? You've said this whole time you've been planning and wanting to do this. Like, why are you waiting? And then why would you miss out on, you know, going to this coworkers event that you admire and respect so much to say bye? Again, that fear was holding me back. So I said, okay, yes, I've been thinking about this for the longest. I've been planning this for the longest, meaning I made steps to be able to have this option. So why not just do it? So in on the bathroom floor, yes, I ended up on the bathroom floor because I was hiding from my four-year-old. He's banging on the bedroom door. I called my manager and I let him know I wouldn't be returning. And I was so nervous. I don't know why when I was talking to him, but not to get into too many details, but it was a good conversation and he was very supportive. And later that day, I did go to that going away party for my coworker and I felt like a weight had been lifted off of me because I was really able to walk in my truth and be honest that I wasn't coming back. And so that felt really, really good. I also felt like telling them earlier rather than later would give them enough time for getting a succession plan together and finding someone who really wants to be there and who would focus more time and energy at that job because I had a really good position. I had good pay, I had good benefits and great coworkers, but it wasn't my passion what I was doing. And although I was really good at my job, I wasn't my best at my job. I felt it was only right to step away and make room for someone who wanted to be there 100%, who would be fully committed and enjoy working there doing that type of work. Okay, so that's ultimately why I decided to walk away at the moment I did and why it came all to a head kind of a little sooner than I had imagined it would because I really thought I had a couple more weeks. But I'm glad that it's out there and I can move forward and let you guys know what's really going on with me and Journey to Launch. So I wanted to also talk about what we did to prepare. So what my husband and I did as a family to prepare for such a big leap. And so with our personal finances, like this was a big change. You know, one of my big kind of stories that I say and what kind of people get attracted to me for is that I saved $169,000 in two years. And that was because a a majority of it was through our pre-tax retirement accounts and some post-tax retirement accounts, our Roth IRAs, our 401ks, our 403Bs and 457 plans, and then some index investing. So overall, like we were aggressively investing over the past few years into these tax advantage retirement accounts. That's where majority of the money was going. But I immediately knew that for me to feel comfortable, for my husband to feel comfortable, we needed a larger cash fund, a larger FU fund. And so when I did find out that I was pregnant, I did want to give myself my, this option, this option to return to work or not. And the only way that would happen is if we built this fund up. So again, previously, we we're investing in all these pre-tax, post-tax retirement accounts and accounts that are not as accessible. And so I knew we needed to change our strategy. So if you notice, I haven't really been talking about how much I've been saving and investing recently. So I kind of held back on talking about that until I was able to now share with you what I'm sharing now. So because we needed as much money as possible to bridge this gap. So my husband's income, we needed some bridge money to, to, to hold over what we'd be losing from my income. So we needed enough where I felt like as much as we could to cover at least two years of expenses. And the major, major thing for me, what was really, really important was that 
I wanted to start working on Journey to Launch, but without that pressure of monetizing or taking deals that were not right or authentic to me that wouldn't be helpful to you. Because that's another thing. I believe that because I had a job already, when I'm working on Journey to Launch, I never looked at it as, oh, I'm just gonna sell whatever I can to you guys or I'm just here to make money. I never had that because I said, hey, I have my job, like I'm making enough money. If Journey to Launch makes money, fine, but I don't need it to. And so while this now is a business that has business expenses, like this is not cheap to run this podcast, to edit it, to have someone edit it, to get it out every week for everything else I want to do, this costs money. And so, but still, I didn't want to now quit my job and then feel like I had to be in such a rush to monetize and sell something. I didn't want to accept any old deal or partnership that was thrown my way. And in fact, I've turned down a lot Okay, maybe not a lot. <laughs> I've, tur- I've turned down, though, quite a few deals and proposals for sponsors and people who have wanted to work with me because I just didn't feel like it was in the best interest of you, my journeyers, or for me and my conscious. So I've already turned down things because I wasn't concerned about the money and I want to be able to still turn down things. And that's another reason why I really, really, I knew it was going to be important that if I was going to leave my job, I'd need enough money to feel secure where I wouldn't be just taking anything, anything that was thrown my way. So just know that if you do see me And this will happen, by the way, I'm just telling you now, talking um, about some products or sponsors or working with or endorsing companies, especially if uh, me working on my membership. So my membership is another thing that I'm going to start launching and working on again full force in the fall. It's because I 110% stand behind it and I believe in it and I believe that it's a good resource for you. And it also is just in alignment with what Journey to Launch is. So with that said, we started saving as much as we can in our savings account, and we pulled back completely investing on the retirement accounts. So the only thing that we were doing were we were investing in my 401k to get the company match, and we actually invested in the Roth 401k. But other than that, we stopped contributing to everything else. So we no longer contributed to my husband's retirement accounts. And we no longer contributed the max to my 401k. We only did up to the match because I just couldn't give up the free money. And I want to be able to roll over that Roth uh, money that was in the Roth 401k into a Roth when I left. And so we used all that money now. So instead of now investing it into the retirement accounts, we were investing it just we were just saving it. And we still did our Roth. IRAs uh, for the year. So we still did that because that is also accessible. You don't have to wait. The principal that you put in your Roth is not is not barred from you touching it. So it's just really important for us to have that accessible cash. Really, we just wanted enough to have two years of bridge money plus emergency fund money in cash. And we were able to do that. We were able to save enough money to where now we have enough to cover all the expenses that my husband's salary cannot. And budgeting will be really important for us. So we were budgeting before, but quite honestly, because we were so quote unquote comfortable, it wasn't as if I was checking my budget every other day, right? So I felt more comfortable and we had more room. Now that I don't have my guaranteed income from my job, we will be definitely back on the budgeting train and sticking to it a lot more, a lot more than we did in the past. 
And so again, having this runway gives me a cushion. I have these two years of bridge income saved that if I never earn a dime with Journey to Launch, like never earn a dime and I just keep the expenses reasonable how they are now, we'd be okay. And it's also with the expectation. So when we did this budget of what this, how much of our, our, how much of our expenses would be over the next two years, we basically kept our lifestyle the same. So we didn't do any major cuts. Like we didn't say, oh, we're not going out to eat anymore. And we're not celebrating Christmas and doing certain things. We really kept everything the same. Um, I didn't want to make such a like drastic cut in our lifestyle. But it's also very helpful because I know that there are things in our budget that we can take out. So if we needed to cut back to have more money, to not have our savings maybe um, to last, just to have our savings last a bit longer, we could. And actually not working anymore will save me uh, hundreds of dollars a month on toll and gas because believe it or not, I was spending about six to $700 a month on just tolls and gas to get me to and from work. And Wanted to also just give you a couple other things that we did in preparation for this big, big leap um, to me leaving my job. But, you know, in general, I want to say that some of the things that I'm going to talk about now, I didn't even like know that I was going to make this decision when I was doing that when I was making these next choices, which is why I believe this path of FI. So going on this path of financial independence, like it's not just about the end goal because all the things that you do in the meantime, put you in such a better position. So here are just a couple of things that I did that really worked out well. Um, and it's going to help us now is that one, we refinanced our mortgage from a 30 year to a 15 year mortgage. And so again, this was something I did before I even knew I was going to walk away from my job and quit. And it was really it, it was really beneficial because not only did we go from a 30 year to a 15 year, we went from monthly payments to bi-monthly payments. And so this did increase our monthly payment, but it did put us on a more aggressive payoff plan. And so the worst case scenario for us right now is if we just pay what we owe uh, every two weeks, we will have paid off our mortgage by the time we are 49 years old. Now, I my goal is still to pay it off earlier than that because, again, it's all about cash flow. Once we pay that off, that's less money we need to bring in to cover expenses. But in general, worst case scenario, if we stay and keep it as is, we'll pay it off at 49, which is not bad at all. We also took out a home equity line on the house. This was done about a year and a half ago, I believe, too. And this was extremely important. And it's valuable really now because it acts as another layer of protection so we can access funds if we need it. So it almost acts like a backup emergency fund if we did need cash that I could draw on the equity of the house. And what's really important is that we did get these things approved before I left my job. If I were to try and get approved for these things now, like a refinance or a home equity line without my income, I most likely would get declined. My, my husband and I would get declined. So I'm, I'm happy that we have this in place and we don't have to worry about doing anything like this for a couple years or never again. We also have no debt. So I would not be comfortable making such a leap if we had debt. And I'm happy to say we maintain not having debt. Now, we do have our mortgages. So the investment property mortgage and then our primary primary mortgage we still have. But I think just being debt-free allows, again, any income that comes in to be completely ours to spend how we need to and not to paying off debts. We do still use credit cards. So I am a credit card girl. I've never denied that. I use credit cards for most of my purchases, but we pay it off every month and we use our budget 
to use the credit cards. And that allows us to get points and to travel for free. So that's something we're going to continue doing. Another thing we did was we updated our estate plan. So this was really recent. And I'm so glad that we we did it before um, because we had an estate plan done when my first son was born. Well, I thought it was a comprehensive estate plan, but I found out recently that it wasn't. And so I needed an updated one to add in my son that was born, my middle son, and then my daughter. And then just to make sure everything was was up to par. And another thing was I have a legal plan through work. So I had the Hyatt legal plan through work and it covered the expenses of an estate plan and other things. And so I knew that I wanted to make sure I used that before my benefits had expired because I quit. And so when I did go to get everything updated with my husband, the lawyer said, you know, this plan, this will that you had in place actually didn't cover everything. And so I'm really happy that we went and we updated it because it's all you know, updated and comprehensive now. It includes all our kids. It has our trustees and it has the person who is going to be directing all the funds if something should happen to us. So I feel really secure now that we have an estate plan put together for our kids should anything happen to us. We also made sure we had good health insurance. So this is another thing that what has really benefited myself and my husband is that my husband is a teacher and we all went under his insurance once we started having kids. And so that's been really helpful. And I know health insurance is like a huge risk and stumbling block for a lot of entrepreneurs because if you don't have someone that you can lean on and go on their insurance, it's going to be very expensive and very just just hard to make that leap. And so I'm really lucky to have a husband who can cover myself and all my kids under his insurance. And my plan would look completely different if we didn't have him. And so it was one of the things where it really worked out really well that, okay, if we if I never make money or if, you know, expenses start to to go here and there, at least we know we have health insurance through my husband's job. A couple of things I did to prep the business. So if I was going to be leaving my job to now run this business, I had to make sure that it's going to be a business and a profitable business. And so I started to actually put some things in place. So I created an LLC for Journey to Launch and made sure that that was protected. I'm also in the process of filing my trademark. And so that's well underway. And I should be finding out shortly if it goes through or not. I also opened up business bank accounts. I started to read Profit First, which is that book that helps you understand like how to properly account for income and expenses in your business. So I'm still working on implementing that now, but I really, really wanted to to have a complete business. I didn't want to like take the leap and then not fully protect myself or the business itself. So I'm really happy that I have these things in place now that makes Journey to Launch official. So what are the plans for Journey to Launch? What are the plans for me? Because I've taken this leap, right? I don't have a cushy six-figure income anymore. It's all just Journey to Launch that I'm, for the most part, for my career working on. So what will I be doing? And so as you can imagine, now I have my full focus and attention on Journey to Launch. Because before, my attention was split. Because my full-time job was demanding, it did take a lot of mental energy to do as good of a job as I was doing. And so don't even forget like everything else that I had to split my attention on with the kids and the husband. So my mental capacity, I just feel like it's, it's at least more focused because now I, can, I only have to focus on, in terms of a career journey 
to launch. And I was running on fumes a lot when I was trying to do everything. And so I'm hoping that I saw such a great success, even though I was running on fumes and doing so much. So I think and I know that with some even more focused energy, I can get even like a lot more done than I did before. And I want to be continue to work smarter and not harder. And so truth be told, like, even though I'm now having more time to work on Journey to Launch, I don't want to work necessarily to the point where it's not smart work. I want to work smarter, not harder. I don't want to double my hours and like be exhausted still. I want to be I want to feel like I'm able to still juggle everything. I still I still want to be able to be there for my family and even more. I don't have that long commute anymore. I'll be able to walk my kids to school or pick them up when I need to be there for doctor's appointments more often. I just don't want to be miserable working on Journey to Launch. So I really feel happy that I'm going to be able to create a schedule that works for me. And that still most likely involve some late nights, right? Like entrepreneurship is no joke. Um, I believe that it's actually going to be harder (laughs) to be working on Journey to Launch than it was to just be working in a nine to five. And I'll go into that a little bit later. But I really just want to be able to focus on this and really put my all into it. And so I do have some exciting projects coming up that I will be sharing with you soon. One of them will be the membership site. And yeah, I'm just excited about all the things that I can start really focusing my attention on. And again, remember I talked about partnerships and things like that, that I actually turned down, um, that I didn't think were a good idea. And then now that I do have, we do have the money saved up, I really feel like I can strategically partner and go after and focus on this part of my business where I am working with other companies and other people to help grow Journey to Launch. I'm also really looking forward to spending some time increasing my own skill sets, something that I wasn't able to do before. And so I'd love to take some speaking classes, some public speaking classes. I want to check out my local Toastmasters. So I have more time to do things like that, things that I can help that will help me improve my craft to become a better business person and a better all-around person. I definitely want to get back into my fitness and health. I used to be so fit, so healthy before kids, and I have just not done anything. And I'm really hoping to get more back in that, that, that zone of at least working out a few times a week. So I'm excited about that. So overall, this is a huge life change for myself, for my family. You know, it's exciting and it's scary as hell. And I have doubts like I this I would be lying to you right now if I came here and said, you know, I quit my job and sky's the limit. Like, see you later. Like, I know this is going to work. I honestly don't know that this is going to work. (laughs) And it sounds crazy that I'm like giving up that guaranteed kind of F5, you know, financial independence goal if I would just stick with my regular job versus like taking this leap and doing this where there is no guarantee. But I have to constantly like talk myself off the ledge and remind myself what's my worst case scenario, even if I fail, right? So that's another thing. Failing also publicly is like, also very embarrassing because here I am telling you I'm quitting my job so now you guys are like okay Jamila we see you what are you gonna do next (laughs) and like it kind of just feels a little embarrassing like if I were to fail like in front of everyone but again I've said this before I'm the person that I still get nervous I still have insecurities I still don't know what the hell's going on sometimes but the difference between probably me and a lot of other people is that I still do things anyway even with all those fears and insecurities I still do it and so I 
keep going back to think, what is my worst case scenario? Like I fail. So what if I fail in front of everyone, right? At least I took the risk. Or if I do fail, meaning like say Journey to Launch does nothing over the next two years or I'm not able to, or maybe I, I for some reason, I, I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't know. I can just go back and get a corporate job, right? So I can get a corporate job in two years if this is not working out right. So my worst case scenario is a lot of people's everyday lives. And when I say that to myself, it makes me realize that like this is something I, I need to do. And I like make no mistake, I don't think that entrepreneurship will be easier than working a nine to five. I think that I, I actually will have it a lot harder. And that's because there's no one telling you what to do. There's no guaranteed check or whether, you know, you get a check. If you're in your nine to five and you're slacking, you're not doing what you need to do for the most part, you'll still probably get paid. Um, you know, if you're like doing the minimum, you'll still get paid. But when you're working for yourself, if you slack off, if you're just doing the bare minimum, it's going to reflect in how much like money you make. And so I feel like, you know, it's definitely going to be a lot more work, but I do have the opportunity to be more in charge of my time, to do the work I'm passionate about and to be with the people I love. And it's worth the risk and trade off, in my opinion. Besides, this really does feel like, yes, this could be the biggest deterrent to me reaching my FI goal. So this FI goal, when I started, it was going to happen when I was 40 years old. So by taking this risk, by walking away from this six-figure income, that means my FI goal can be pushed further out. Like maybe I don't reach it until I am 50, 60, I don't know. Or maybe I'll reach it even sooner. And I think the trade-off, the possibility of reaching it even sooner or, or more important than that, not the money, not the FI goal, but being happier on the journey, being more content is worth the risk. It's worth it to me to have to maybe move slower on this path, but be more content and be more happy. I don't view toiling away until, you know, even if it's only four or five years, six years, right? It's right there. Okay. Five years is not a long time. And if I kept working in my corporate job, I'd have everything I want in five years. But Will it be worth it if I'm not happy, if I'm missing out on that time with my kids, if I'm in the car three to four hours a day, is it worth it? And for me, it's not. It's not worth it at all. So that's why it's another reason why for me, I'm taking this leap. So again, I really wanted to be able to come here and share this with you. I really hope that this is this new chapter that I'm starting with you is an amazing one. And I am exciting. I'm excited that you're here, that you're on this journey with me. I again, I say this all the time, but I could imagine doing anything else. Um, I think I'm always going to promote this journey because really, if I didn't start journey to launch, or if I didn't even start the journey to financial independence, I would not be in a position today to take such a leap to have freedom right now. And I'm telling you, that's why it's so important for you, no matter where you are in your journey, to keep moving forward. Because each debt you pay off, each more money, the more money you save, each little win you make puts you on a better path. It gives you more options than you would have had without doing this. Because I wouldn't have had this option. I wouldn't have felt comfortable 
to walk away from this job of mine that was so cushy, so comfortable, that was so well paid. I wouldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable unless I would have started my journey to FI. And so I really hope that you found this episode insightful, helpful. I I hope you gain something from it. And again, I'm not advocating that anyone do what I you know have done. Um, you know, as you can see, I did take a lot of precautions before I made this decision. It wasn't on the fly. I thought about it a lot. You know, I have a family that I need to take care of that comes first. And so this is not me saying, hey, if you have an idea, just quit your job and just go after it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, here's what I did. Here's how I plan to make this leap. And, you know, use me as a test. See, see what happens with me. Follow me on my journey. So just a couple things. I'm really excited about just some things coming up with Journey to Launch. I want to introduce a new segment of the podcast where I'm talking to actually you. So journeyers who are just on the path, they're not experts necessarily. They might be bloggers or have certain things going on, but they're really just literally like everyday regular people. I want to start bringing you on the podcast and talking to you. And so I'm excited about that. I'm going to do like a, a different segment Still deciding if it should be a bonus episode or just another episode that comes in on a Wednesday. But I'm really hoping to like just keep delivering great content for you. I'm really hoping that having this much more time and energy will allow me to continue to to put out really good content for you. Really good things that will help you on your FI journey. If you did enjoy this episode, please don't forget to tag me on social media. Let me know what you thought. I'm Journey to Launch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find the episode show notes for this episode at journeytolaunch.com slash episode 61. You can also join the Facebook community. Let's chat more about what I just revealed. And you can join by going to journeytolaunch.com slash community. And with that, I want to leave you with this this passage from screenwriter Eric Roth and I hope it connects to you the way it connects to me for what it's worth it's never too late or in my case too early to be whatever you want to be there's no limit stop whenever you want you can change or stay the same there are no rules to this thing we can make the best or worst of it and I hope you make the best of it And I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people with a different point of view. I hope you live life you're proud of. And if you find that you're not, I hope you have the courage to start all over again. All right. Thanks, journeyers. Chat with you next week.